Hello and welcome to the MHR podcast. I'm Andy. And I'm Emma. How are you feeling, Emma? Not too bad, not too bad. We're getting well into September now. We've dripped past the end of August. Dripped? Yeah, that's how it feels, like a slow drip. Oh dear. And everyone's trickling back into the office after a summer of holidays. It doesn't feel like two minutes ago that we did the uh, Mm. holiday hoopla episode where we we were in in our hats and in our... yeah. Hula well, we've necklaces. Been, we've been on holiday, so is everyone else in the office. Mm-hmm. August always feels, if you're in an office environment especially, but in lots of other industries as well, uh, August always feels like a bit of a kind of, oh, shall we take it slow, the kids are on holiday kind of thing. Mm. For some people, it's the peak peak season, and that's when people are working a lot harder, of course. But I think for a majority, people start to assume that August is uh, summer holiday months. Yeah. And for a lot of people, coming back to work can be a bit of a struggle. And sometimes it takes a bit of momentum or a bit of practice to get back into the full swing of it. Oh, definitely. Um, so we, I thought today we'll talk about tips that we have on beating the post-holiday blues and how we can improve productivity in the workforce after a bit of a break. Oh, well, that sounds good. A bit of a reset. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, because it happens every year. We've got to get used to it. And what businesses are always afraid of, of course, is let's not just completely lose function or productivity in the summer mm. months and also have a kind of disenfranchised workforce. Because this is the drag now. You think it's bad coming back. It's only just begun, right? September to December, that's it. That's your that's your drag now. You ain't going anywhere till Christmas. So buckle in, <laughs> strap in. Get ready for some hard graft. Get right? those pumpkin spice lattes ready, because yeah. you're going to need them. No amount of candles or throws are going to make you feel better. Winter's oh, coming, kinda, and you are counting down. They kind of do, though. Yeah. They kind of do. So, uh, I was having a good read. Obviously, there's a lot of lots of things out there that people can read about in regards to what they can do to support their mental health. We talk about that a lot. We do, um, we do. We talk about that from an individual level. So, obviously, you know, if you're an employee and you do have the post-holiday blues... Uh, and you're not feeling too great coming back, or you're dreading the winter season starting to approach. Um, there's loads of tips, you know, ease yourself back in. People say kind of try try to structure your meetings in the right way. Get yourself organized. Mm-hmm. Sort your emails gradually. Uh, plan your next holiday, a lot of people say. Um, um, yeah, live in a constant loop of distraction. That will help you. Don't acknowledge what's really going on. Just <laughs> make sure you're ready for the None next one. None of this is real. Yeah. Um, Make uh, use of longer evenings. So change your hobbies, change your routines to reflect how the days are changing. So it doesn't feel like the day's shorter. It just feels like you've got more opportunity to do the other things that you want to do. That's a really nice way of looking at it, actually. Because I guess it? when we get later on in the year, when the evenings get shorter, yeah. it very much feels like your time is at work. You yeah. get home, it's dark, you make tea yeah. and you go to bed. Whereas yeah. right now we're still in that nice kind of betwixt season phase whereby we've still got the lighter evenings to be able to go out and enjoy. Evenings are still longer, so you still have after Mm. work to really enjoy yourself if that's how your your work shifts uh, appear. Otherwise, if it is getting dark and you can't deal with it, take up some interesting hobbies at night. Um, You're making the most of your time then. Um, Crochet, maybe? Incorporate, uh, you know, ways of way, uh, well-being into your work practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, maintain some downtime. Um, Very important. It's important not to go from one thing straight into another, mm-hmm. like a holiday straight into a hundred miles an hour, because otherwise you're you're gonna you're gonna burn yourself out. 
work, like a lot of things, is a bit of a muscle, isn't it? You've got mm-hmm. to make sure you're fit and you're ready and you're able to maintain that kind of that stamina that you've got. Absolutely. Uh, set yourself some clear goals for what you want to achieve for the end of the year. Very important, especially if you're looking, okay, I've got, you know, um, you know, just a bit over quarter four now. Mm-hmm. What am I going to get done? What is my objective? Am I on track with my objectives of the year? Am I going to refresh them? Do I now feel in control of what I want to achieve? Because now I feel infused and I know what route I'm going to do to get there. I think that's a great way to relieve a bit of the pressure as well. It's yeah. an opportunity to have a reflection on yeah. what you've achieved up until that point yeah. and actually do I need to make some resetting so that yeah. my plans for, for the remainder of Q3 and going into Q4 are realistic? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's a great opportunity to open that dialogue with a manager. Absolutely. Well. Um, make sure you're taking your breaks. Again, you don't want to go from loads of time off to full time on and then feeling pressured or guilty mm. into working more because you have been away. It is there for you. It's your right to do that. Um, and look after your health. More importantly, I think, when we talk this time of year, because as, as winter starts to approach, autumn and winter is beginning, mm-hmm. we start to probably comfort eat or we start to look at the things that can make ourselves feel better while yeah. we're kind of stressing our way through the dark, cold, miserable nights, which I know aren't happening yet, but um, all the more reason to check in with yourself and go, actually, am I maintaining my exercise? Am I eating right? Because mm-hmm. all these things contribute to how I can perform at work or how I perform and function in the day, generally. Right? You've also got the uh, the back-to-school bugs that go around in the first oh, couple of weeks. Oh, yes, all the kids are back, so mm-hmm. they're sharing their germs, and that's you get that. Brace that's yourself nice. for uh, head lice and sniffly noses. It's a year-round problem. Um, so these are all very individual things Mm -hmm. these are all very personal things that people can do but we are a podcast about the world of work and we are talking to businesses we're talking to employers so I wanted to look at what are people saying what kind of things can teams do what can managers do Mm -hmm. what can departments do to increase productivity and efficiency after all your staff have just been away for a bit Mm -hmm. so you want tip number one Gone. Tip number one is reconnect. So we, you know, you've got Michael who's been away for two weeks, mm-hmm. and you've got Susan who's just been for away for a week after that, and you've got probably someone else in the team who's just about to go away. It's very easy for all of your teams to lose a sense of routine or structure, mm. whether that's you know your weekly updates, which means as a result. All the information about what's going on is sparse and, you know, the managers above you aren't hearing about stuff. These can be really dangerous things, but also we start to lose sight of all our shared projects and the opportunities for us to do work together better. Mm. So reconnecting is vital. Um, So, you know, we encourage managers to go, when are my staff back? You know, how can I use the software or the information that I've got to keep Mm -hmm. an eye on when people are away? How is that conflicting with each other? And as a result, how can I find opportunities in people's diaries to make sure we all sit down and go, oh, we're all back now. Where are we? What do we want to get doing? I think there's a a couple of benefits that we've got there, haven't we? The first being that it's an opportunity to, as, as we said before, on a personal level, reassess what the plans and the goals are. Yeah. So that, you know, I think quite often when you come back from a holiday, you can feel quite overwhelmed because you know that there's been work that's potentially been sat there for a couple of weeks waiting yeah. for you. You know, you, you've got that opportunity to reset those boundaries. But then also you've got the opportunity to basically just fill in those returning staff members on what's been happening, you know, so yeah. that they feel like they're they're back involved, they're back as part of the team and they don't feel like they've missed out on, on anything. I think that's really important because it's quite easy for... Certainly in, a, in an environment like we work in, for things to 
progress so quickly in a matter of a couple of days yeah. you know yeah. You could you could see a world of difference just in a few days. So just getting that, as you say, just reconnecting, filling them in with what happens so that they feel like they're up to speed and they're able to carry on with their work comfortably is really important. Okay. Um, so you've ticked on to the, the next one straight away. Remind everyone of our business goals. Okay. So like, you know, it is a great opportunity for everyone to reconnect and go, okay, we had this objective at the start of the year. This is where we are. Or mm -hmm. what do we need to reshuffle? How do we can set expectations? As we're coming into September now, we're coming into what we think is a bit of a last kind of quarter view of things mm -hmm. of the year. So actually, are we on target? Do we want to, or are we even actually looking at our plans for next year, which is even more important yeah um so again on to point three then is how do we set in personal targets for employees kind of the end half of the year is really interesting for that as well isn't it because it's a i find a lot of businesses tend to look at um what the development opportunities are for people in that sense so personal mm -hmm. personal targets for employees should be about okay this is where i am right now i feel like i've done so far well in this year i've hit mm -hmm. these objectives have I got a case for evidencing how I can continue to grow in this company? How can I put that forward? And I, I think it's often a manager's responsibility to encourage that kind of outlook and f for them to go, can you come back to me with where you want, you know, where, firstly, where do you want to go? Mm -hmm. Is this working for you? I and mean, obviously you don't want to be working under me forever. Mm -hmm. you know, where do you want to go? Is this working for you? What are you enjoying? Where do you see yourself? And, that, and what do you think you need to get there? Because if we can look at that together, we can start giving you a list of things that go, okay, if I achieve that by this date and I can see that I've got there and everyone can put that on the system and see mm -hmm. it, we've got a really good case for you getting that promotion or you moving into a role that's better for you, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. No, definitely. And I also think that it's also quite timely because mm. <clears throat> the summer holidays goes, you know, kind of yeah. just beyond that halfway point. It's it's a nice little kind of stop gap, I guess. So like we discussed at the start of the year in our kind of New Year New Us podcast, talking yeah. about setting expectations for the year. It's a good opportunity to reflect on those and think, right, what have I got left and what do I want to achieve by Christmas? Yeah. Because that's a nice stopping point. Yeah. And I think that when you get back from the holidays, as you say, unfortunately, we all mm. tend to get stuck in the office at that point and from now until Christmas. So what can we do to really ensure that we hit those targets and we achieve those personal milestones? Yeah. So the other one then, in regards to that, it kind of relates to it actually, mm. is if you're setting personal targets, you've also got to remember to celebrate the wins that you make. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise there's no point hitting targets or there's no point doing things that you think are good without celebrating it. Mm -hmm. And you'll be surprised, I often find, how siloed your kind of echo chamber could be in a company about thinking, well, I've done that and that's great. But actually no one else knows about it. Yep. And yeah, what you yeah, might take for true. granted is we've done that is not <clears throat> something that anyone else might be aware of. You have to celebrate, you know, what's what's working. Mm -hmm. And it's also a great way of building up momentum and morale in a team, isn't it? Like, great, okay, it's day one. We've already done that. That's great today. Let's take that away and use that to drive us tomorrow. We're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep feeling better. And everyone's feeling like we're getting some momentum again. Yeah, it's, so, it's, a, it's a great way for, It's a great way to, to, to make your team feel yeah. valued and appreciated. And yeah. that isn't just by talking to them you know, in person and highlighting the work that they've done. But you can also use things like, you know, your people platforms to make those bigger announcements. Yeah. As you say, you know, taking it out of that echo chamber and yeah. really celebrating as a business the successes yeah, yeah, yeah. that your team members have had, your, you know, your 
departments have had yeah. and really sharing that across the business to get that morale yeah. and that confidence up for the for the yeah. rest of the year. So what does that mean for managers then? That Well, that means about recognising the fact that these things happen. Mm-hmm. It's about telling that employee who might take it for granted that you've seen it and gone, that's great what you've done there. You've already come back. You're already on fire. You've smashed that target. I want you to know that. I see it. That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. And then the f- next phase is going, all right, well, I've told you. Now I'm going to tell everyone else how great you're doing. And as a result, how much the wider department or the team or the company has all chipped in to help that. And this is how we should all be helping each other. Great. Let's get a bit of good news after the holidays. Let's give, give ourselves a bit of a push. Yeah. Um, and so the next one I want to talk about was, and this is very big for a lot of companies, whether you have maybe kind of a, a sustainability program or you have a community outreach program um, or just any sen- any kind of additional values you think your your your, your organization is, is it links in terms of its local economy or its local culture is volunteering and giving back. Mm-hmm. The end this half of the year tends example. to be a lot more of a traditionally, I, I, I tend to find charitable half of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, this can be a really fantastic way of motivating teams to come together, to work together on something that might mm-hmm. not be firstly about the immediate day-to-day work, but also uh, collaborate and do something that they think is good or aligns of their values and feels like they're giving back to a wider community than there's just the work. Um, it's a really good culture building exercise. Um, so, and, and businesses can do a lot to help that. Yeah. Know, not, not only is it a good chance for a business or a department to go, this is something that I actually care about in my personal life. It's really important to me. Mm-hmm. And as a result, I would like the team that also share those values to go out and do something. It's not related to work. It's not related to a KPI. I just want to show that this business cares about it. Yeah, exactly. And and as you say, it takes away, again, it alleviates some of that pressure of, right, it's time to come back and we just need to get our heads down and work as much mm. as we can. Because actually, we are humans. Yep. You know, we we care about our environment. We care about the wider world around us. Um, and, you know, we, we as, as people, have a social responsibility to do more. Yep. And I think it's a great thing for businesses to encourage their team members, their workforce to to do more of that. And it's a nice way to get back in, as you say, you know, reintroduction to teams um, and just get in that collaborative spirit. So the next one is, again, links to it, is about creating a positive workplace culture. Mm -hmm. So one of the more long-term approaches, rather than a short one, like quick wins, is uh, creating a positive, friendly and open workplace where um, you're also creating an environment that people can look forward to spending time in. Because people go, oh, I'm on holiday, I can't wait to be on holiday, I can't wait to go, I can't wait to do this, I'm going to do that. And then, of course, the flip side is, oh, I'm not going to do this anymore, I have to go back here. Mm. Well, if you have a culture where it's like, oh, you know what, I really like my team, I really like what we do, I really like what we talk about, I really like what the kind of the vibe we've got in the office, you know what, obviously I want to stay on holiday, but I'm looking forward to seeing them again. I'm looking forward to doing that project, I'm looking forward to doing this because I care about it. If you can harness that you're going to really eliminate those post-holiday blues sinking in. That's very true. I mean, issues aren't helped when you have somebody that comes back that's feeling in quite a negative attitude because they've yeah. come back from annual leave. Yeah. So you know, creating an environment where they don't need to get the Sunday scaries. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereby, you know, you, you're never expected to enjoy every minute of every day at yeah. work. You know, a job is a job. But... Mm-hmm. 
it needs to be an environment that you feel comfortable and happy in. Yeah. Um, and there are many things that businesses can do to encourage that. So, you know, having open communication, prioritizing, you know, inclusivity, um, and creating those social opportunities as well is yeah. really important. Absolutely. Uh, and that that links in with all all the kind of all the scope of employee experience, isn't it, that businesses and HR departments need to offer or think about is how are we hiring the right people? How are we attracting the right people so that culture is kind of nurtured? Mm -hmm. But also how do we take people on a journey through change if maybe they've been in the organisation a very long time but we know there might be an element here that we think is a bit toxic or mm -hmm. we're worried about, um, is struggling to carry on in the same way. So we're trying to going to try and bring in change. How do we do that as a team? How do we communicate change and how do we make sure we're getting the best out of people rather than creating negativity pits? No, definitely. Um, and then the last one I thought we could talk about was focusing on year-round gratitude. How do you feel about that? As cringy of a term as it is, it is a cringy Andy. term that um, I've just read there, but I think it's. I think it's, it's it's very powerful. Yeah. Um, you know, we've just been talking there about recognizing those that have performed well um and recognizing the great work that that people have been doing yeah. but that shouldn't necessarily only be used as an incentive when you're trying to you know give those kicks up the bum yeah. to get going for the next quarter or something like that it's important that we continue you know as a business we continue to encourage that gratitude and that graciousness yeah. of you know you're performing really really well yeah um and again that can be an individual that could be you know a team that could be a department yeah to continue that encouragement so it doesn't necessarily feel like it's just an in the moment thing to yeah. to get you re-motivated yeah you actually want that continued productivity you want that continued motivation and enthusiasm yeah. um and again reverting back to the previous point that we had before that creates a really positive feel for the workplace and yeah. you understand that you're you're valued yeah so there you go so there's my top tips um so if you are a hr manager or if you're you know what forget the hr bit forget the payroll bit forget the finance bit if you are a manager of any team and you manage anyone from any department it's worth thinking about how people are feeling coming back off their mm -hmm. annual leave but it's also worth thinking about how you can get the most out of people that maybe haven't had theirs yet as well because uh, there's nothing worse, there is nothing worse than someone coming back from two weeks off and complaining that back at work and you haven't been off yet. Because you're like, <laughs> okay, actually, that must be awful for you. I'm really sorry, sorry. I haven't been away yeah, yet, but great, thank you. Yeah, great. that's actually you're... the situation that I'm in. You know, yeah. watching everybody come back nice and bronzed. I mean, as you can tell for the viewers of the podcast, I'm not somebody that can get bronzed. However, I would like the opportunity to at least try to yeah. get bronzed. But okay. we're not there yet. My holiday is in a few weeks. And you know what I think is a very good sign of good company culture? Mm -hmm. Whenever you go away somewhere to try and bronze, the whole of us worry about you. <laughs> We're really worried. And I think that's because we care, because it's a nice culture. Please tell me you've packed your factor 50. Yeah, yes. We just, uh, is she allowed out? Has she got yes. a big hat? Yes, 50 plus and kids. <laughs> yeah. So extra sensitive, yeah. UVA and UVB. Yeah. You're welcome. No, good. Yeah, so I think that was a, a good a good conversation around what we can do to beat the post-holiday blues, both on a personal level and mm. uh, on an employer level. 
Um, I have had the producer segment come oh, okay. through to me this is it week. Just you today. It's just me. Don't get it. So um, I'm going to read this out, but this is for both of us to have a conversation on. So okay. don't worry. This isn't a uh, this isn't a drill. All right. So this is from uh, assistant to the producer Tom, who this week has signed off his signature as top tier Ryanair bargain hunter. Fair enough. Good on you. Okay. Get them deals. They're having a great time on uh, X at the moment, not Twitter, X. Um, Okay, so, hi both. Everyone's coming back from their holidays and things are settling down for the remainder of the year. But you've still got annual leave to take. Way! So, you've got three days and the producers have given you £75 for travel, accommodation and sustenance. Where this are you each off to? £75? This is each, is that? Uh, still not a lot of money. That right, I'm going to go with each because otherwise this really will be a nightmare. This is already clutching at straws. Because we'd have to go together, wouldn't we, then? Yeah. Are we take, so we've got, can we go on our own or do we have to go together? Let's say that we're, we're going separately. Okay. Let's say we're going separately. <laughs> so we've got £75. Um, okay. Oh, I've just had a confirmation, actually, live as we're on air. It is each. We've really dived into our pockets for you guys. £75 for a free day's. For three days. Okay. I have to be creative. Yeah. Okay. Now, I've got I've got an idea, actually. Okay. I've got an idea. So, um, it, I mean, in my current state, this would not be appropriate, but I would go wild camping Yeah. in the Lake District or somewhere like that. Yeah. Anywhere where it's appropriate to wild camp. That's FOC, providing you've got the equipment. You just need the, you just need the fuel to get up there. Okay. So that's about three hours right. to get up there. Okay. So I'm going to say that's about 20 quids worth of fuel. So I've got 55 left. Yeah. I'm going to go to the shop yeah. and I'm going to get myself a load of super noodles. Yeah. Nice little hob. Okay. And Ooh, uh, you're going to buy the hob? Oh, no, no. No, no, no. I've got one. I've got one. Okay. I've got one. I've got one. I've got one. Um, Lots of drinks and stuff, snacks, whatever. A couple of charging You're going to sit in the woods and eat. And I'm going to sit in the woods and eat. Like some kind of street bear. For three... <laughs> For three days. That's the only thing I can think of. Okay. You can't get an accommodation for 75 quid. Although saying that, you could probably get like an Ibis budget. But that would only be like one night as well. You couldn't get 75. Mm. What would you do? Come on, what would you do if you've got any any better ideas? Three days. Three days. You've got to use all three days as well. You can't just have a day and then have a couple of days at home. You can't have my camping in the woods idea. That's taken. I need some time on this. I'm already having my chicken and mushroom pot noodle. My fourth one of the day, because that's all I can afford. You a lot of water. <laughs> I know. It's a good job I've got my water filter with me. Three days. Mm. I can't think. I need a minute. He's, he's signed it off as adventurers out there. Does that give you any inspiration? So he's, they're obviously thinking outdoors. Seventy-five pounds. Yeah. You know what I'd do? Three days off. Mm-hmm. Seventy-five. I can't really afford to do much. No. I think I. This is what I do. I get assistant to producer Tom round mine. We put the extended version of Lord of the Rings on. Mm-hmm. He's never watched it, so but he's seen the memes, so he needs to know. And um, we rinse seventy-five pounds on alcohol and takeaways. 
Um, he's not consented to this. He's just. Would that take just, to three actually, days? Would that take to three days though? Thinking it, that's a that's a day. It's a day and a half, isn't and a it? Half. Scrap that. That's not my answer. But I like the idea of him not consenting and just being like, "I've been trapped at Andy's for three days and I didn't have annual leave." <laughs> um, Sounds okay. a bit ominous, that Andy. Yeah, but it's something we were planning on doing. I can't think of any ideas. My you question, my question is: If I eat a pot noodle in the woods, but nobody's around to hear it, don't make a noise. <laughs> have you boiled it? Because if it's draw raw, you, everyone's hearing you crunch on that like a little squirrel. No, no, no. I've I've cooked it. I've cooked it. Okay. Okay. Tell you what. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to blag it now. Tell you what I'm going to do. Go on. Do you want to hear what I'm going to do with Go 75 on. pounds in three days? Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a, the cheapest bus I can to the nearest airport. Okay. Right? I'm going to pack a bag for three days worth of stuff mm-hmm. and some emergency boxes just in case. Just emergency pants. You don't, and we always bring more socks. You always have to overpack. And boxes. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. That's just a rule. It is, yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to. I am going to try and blag myself onto a flight anywhere, with a lanyard and confidence. Okay. And then I am literally, or, 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 I will literally. If so, I've got like probably like. 50 pounds left at this stage mm. i'm going to just buy the cheapest return i could possibly get for 50 pounds and i'm gonna just and tr- try and hustle my way around a holiday i'm just gonna try and make it happen i feel like uh, as long as i'm in somewhere just pretty safe i visit, can't die. visit an airport and come back yeah no i'm, not, I'm gonna go <laughs> out the airport on a plane somewhere okay but that's it i don't know i so think you i would try and do a jailbreak situation yeah i think i would I don't think you could do it. You think I'd die? Yeah. <laughs> you think I'd die straight off, wouldn't you? Yeah. I think I could get to East Midlands Airport pretty tidy. And I think I think I think I can get a bus there that's like five quid. Yes, yeah, we are on a bus route. Yeah. Yeah. And then I can I'd get on the che- what's the cheapest flight from East Midlands Airport? It'd be something like Dublin, wouldn't it? Yeah. I'd do that. And then I would wear a suit, business suit, and I would pretend I was there for a series of conferences. And I would basically, I would basically, go sit in hotel I would go, lobbies to, yeah, I would go to all the hotels and the lobbies. And when they have the business event on, I just have my generic black lanyard on. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm with that delegation. And I'm telling you, they never check. I'd eat for free for just all of a, those three have days. A, have a Regina Falange name tag. Yeah, and my aim and would be, be to go. by the end of the three days to at least uh, keynote speak to one of the events. <laughs> that's that's ambitious. That's what I'd do. That's ambitious. Because I, I didn't choose this holiday, but I will maximise my employability with it. Thank you for the £75. Yeah. You done? Happy with that? I'm not. But it's happened. (laughs) And that's your fault. But that's how it is. Uh, Oh, dear. Well, that's all we've got time for. is usable. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That is all we've got time for this week on the podcast. Uh, Thanks, as always, for listening. If you do want to find out more about what we do, please visit our website, www.mhrglobal.com. We are also on all of the social media channels. And 
Uh, signing off now. I've been Emma. I'm an, a bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And that's been Andy. We'll see you next no, week. No, um, we need to do an outro. We're not doing that. We are. <laughs> no, we're not. And I've been Andy. Bye-bye. <laughs>